Good Tuesday morning. We had some clouds and 71 degrees just past nine, and it's time now for our community health update with the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force. Milford Mayor Sean Strube is on assignment this week. We'll check in with him next week, but we do want to mention that the Milford Music Festival went over fantastically over the weekend, a great event, so that's good news. Dr. Doug Mannion, infectious disease specialist, joining me on this Tuesday morning with our numbers update around the area, around the nation, all over the place. Dr. Doug, good morning. Hey, how are you doing, George? I'm doing fantastic. So uh, the Milford Music Festival went over fantastic. That's good news. I'm sure everybody it, had a great time. Oh, the town was just hopping. It was. It almost felt like we were back to normal, uh, which is kind of a good and a bad thing. I mean, not to be a not to be a downer, but um, the you know the vaccination rate in Pike County only only fifty one point eight or seven percent of people who are eligible to get vaccinated have gotten at least one dose. And still less than 40% are fully vaccinated, to my knowledge, uh, of all people. Uh, and it just means that those people who are unvaccinated are kind of sitting ducks. Now, many of them are choosing not to get vaccinated, uh, which, of course, is a choice that one can make. Uh, but just realize, you know, the, the spike that we're seeing nationally, at, including in Pennsylvania and, and soon in Pike County, is all in unvaccinated people. Okay, so and, now we're yeah. talking about a spike and an increase. Uh, would yeah. I assume... Uh, this is the Delta variant coming around this time? More than half of the new infections in America now are with the Delta variant. And soon, because it's it's much more easy to transmit, soon you know it'll be the, the only one transmitted. And then all of the states, especially it's in it's in southern states where it's it, the transmission is worse, uh, places like uh, Arkansas and, and such, uh, it's almost 100% Delta variant at this point. Uh, so vaccination rates, uh, not where uh, you want them to be, where they should be. And we do have numbers spiking locally and across the nation. Uh, let's start off with the numbers locally, then give us a national update. Well, so the numbers locally, I mean, these are still very small numbers, right? So I don't want anyone to kind of freak out that we're, we're back to where we were last, you know, April, May, June. Uh, but we were seeing no cases for several days. I think we saw three cases in the last, in the last day or so. Uh, and, of course, it's, uh, the number of cases that we detect is dependent on the number of people who actually uh, choose to get tested. Uh, and and you know, people really should, especially if they're having any symptoms, they should assume that they have COVID. They should do all of the things that, that they've been told to do in terms of staying home, getting tested. If, in fact, they test positive, then they should quarantine for the time uh, recommended. Uh, you know, I think some people think that this is over. This is not over, <clears throat> not by any stretch. Nationally, the numbers have doubled in the last 14 days. So we're back up over 20,000 new cases a day. Uh, we're still having hundreds of deaths a day. The number of deaths has actually increased, although only slightly. Um, so, so yeah, it's, this thing is, is still here. Uh, I think some people are waiting for things to get worse again before they make a decision to get vaccinated. I would urge them not to do that. Uh, you know, why, why wait? <laughs> why wait? Uh, you know, if you're, if you're capable of getting vaccinated, there's plenty of vaccine around. Uh, stop. You know, I get why people might be hesitant, but uh, now is the time for people to get vaccinated. Okay. And speaking of vaccines, uh, you mentioned to me before we went on uh, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Uh, there's some news on that happening over the last uh, 24, 48 hours. Yeah, not great news. So th they have detected an increase in the number of cases of a rare neurological disorder called Guillain-Barré syndrome, or GBS. So it's a autoimmune disease where your antibodies attack the coverings of nerve cells and can cause a weakness or even a temporary paralysis. It's usually you know, people recover from it 100%. Uh, 
it has been seen with other vaccines. It is, of course, also seen with COVID. Uh, but 100 cases uh, of, of people who received the Johnson Johnson vaccine out of 13 million people have had Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is a spike, you know, against the kind of background numbers you would expect to see. So there's a new warning in the Johnson Johnson label uh, talking about that. Now, this is, has not been seen with the mRNA vaccines, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, and 150 million Americans have received them with no increased cases of this. So, so if you're worried about this new thing, uh, you know, the RNA vaccines are, are equally available and uh, they are two doses, but they don't have this, uh, this issue. Let me ask you a question. Uh, as a doctor, you're certainly going to be able to answer this. So we're always worried about uh, side effects. Say any other type of vaccine. Do uh, these type of things pop up uh, non-COVID related? Yeah, so, so the swine flu vaccine actually also uh, had rare but increased numbers of Guillain-Barre syndrome. So it has been seen. It's seen much more frequently, of course, with the actual virus. So viruses are the number one cause of Guillain-Barre syndrome in the, in the United States. So uh, it, it has not been seen as a, a major issue with COVID-19. Now, there's tons of other neurological issues that are related to, to COVID-19. And there's a, uh, there's a new thing that's been coined called long covid uh, and you're seeing people who've got very long and sustained neurological issues, including uh, you know, memory loss, including headaches, including kind of you know, fogginess. Uh, and this now has been going on in some people for a, you know, a year plus. So we're still trying to understand uh, this virus. Um, but there is no question that COVID-19 is still around and it can cause not just short-term issues, including death for people of all ages. It can also cause long-term issues in people of, of all ages. So again, the vaccine is infinitely safer than COVID. Uh, and the way out of this pandemic remains, the sole way out of this pandemic remains as many people as possible getting vaccinated. Okay. And you mentioned before that there are numerous uh, ways to get vaccinated. Uh, again, if someone is looking to get a vaccine, uh, what is the first thing they should do? Where should they go to uh, pursue such a thing? If you type into your search engine PA vaccine tracker, it will immediately take your place called, to a place called vaccines.gov, vaccines.gov. And there you type in your zip code and it allows you to search availability of vaccines by the vaccine type. So if you don't want to take the J&J &J vaccine, uh, you can just tick off the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines and it will tell you uh, where those vaccines are available. But they're, they're pretty much available everywhere at this point. I mean, at the local Walgreens here in, in Milford, you could get a vaccine any day of the week. Okay. Anything else we'd like to inform the public on while we have you here on the radio? Well, just there, there's a really good debate going on about the need for boosters. And this has been in part prompted by Pfizer uh, showing data from Israel that uh, that the vaccines are only lasting for six months, they think, there, and that the booster would be necessary. But a panel of experts here in the U.S. do not agree with that assertion. And the FDA and CDC, of course, are monitoring the situation very carefully. But as things currently stand, there is no recommendation for a booster shot. I think it's it's highly likely we will eventually need to get a booster shot, but that time is not, is not now. Okay. All right. So now we're updated. Dr. Doug Mannion, Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force. Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, well, thank you again for giving us this forum. I think it's super important. So, you know, if, if people have friends who are still hesitant, if you're hesitant yourself, um, you know, do the, the, the readings you need to do. But uh, I'd love to see an uptick in vaccines and, and to be able to share that news with everybody next week. All right. We'll talk to you uh, seven days from now, hopefully with some better news. And, of course, all the information we need to share with our listenership and our residents on the pandemic. Dr. Doug Mannion, have a fantastic day and a week, and we'll talk to you soon.
Thanks, George. All right. Thank you, Dr. Doug. Time now for our Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Railroaders report. Here's Adam Marco.